Austin Brown spins out of a tackle. He's got running room. He's got a score. Latavius Murray's in. Touchdown, Raiders. SMU running back. Vince Lombardi, Offensive Player of the Year. NFL Pro Bowler for the New England Patriots. Number 32 is Craig James. Craig James, the best in the business, the old Pony Express. Craig James. Craig James joins us now. Welcome, Craig James. This, this is airing it out with Craig James. Well, last weekend provided a few upsets and surprises for me, both college and in the NFL. Before we get to our guest here, I want to remind you, during the week, if you want to follow along, go to my Twitter, at CraigJames32. Instagram is CraigJames32 or Facebook. Uh, You can also go to iTunes, and uh, you can download. It's free. Download the show, subscribe to it, and leave us a comment if you'd like. All right, my guest today, uh, (laughs) this is is timely now because, as you know, I, I talked about the SMU game playing at Navy last week. Big Navy setup on this thing. Well, my guest is Roger Stahlback, and Roger obviously went to Navy, the Academy, won the Heisman Trophy, went on to play for the Cowboys, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, and a great friend. And Roger, how are you? Great, Craig. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I'm doing better. I, you know, Saturday, so if you'll recall, last week when you and I talked on the phone before you went to the game, and, and you said, hey, so I don't have to give you any points? And I was like, look, I'll take SMU, because I knew 21-30 wasn't going to be enough, and I didn't even... <laughs> didn't even want to go there <laughs> well i was in the uh, locker room after the game with our captain of our our football team that uh in 1963 who's a retired admiral tom lynch and we told the team that uh, the or the well the um the coach told the team that hey the 63 navy team was nine and one in the regular season that year and you that's the la- that's the best record uh, until this team now is eight and one mm-hmm. and uh and then I told him, I said, yes, and we lost to SMU on a Friday night. So I thank you for. Uh, <laughs> so it was a little payback. <laughs> uh, thank you for <laughs> helping me overcome that bad memory, you know. Oh, man. Well, all right. I owe you lunch. Now, I, I, at this rate here, I think I'm going to get you a gourmet hamburger. And uh, and, and it had, had somehow SMU won, it was going to be a steak from you. But uh, uh-huh. I look forward to that. Hey, how about Navy, though? Really, when you, when you look at them, first year into the American Athletic Conference, I think everybody there's a general feeling that they're really excited to be in a conference. Well, it's the first time we've uh, the football team's ever been in, in a conference, and uh, they are. And our athletic director really uh, um, had worked on that for a number of years. On on you know a lot of has to do with TV and and you know we also play Air Force and Army, and uh, and we definitely are going to play Notre Dame every year, which we've done for mm-hmm. for I guess since World War II, and. And so to be able to get in the conference and, and still have those three games, it really worked out well. And the it's a really nice conference, the American Conference. And you know you're you know you're on that CBS uh, mm-hmm. TV network, so mm-hmm. it's um, it's been good for Navy. And they've they've got a really they, they they got their whole program turned around a few years ago. And they when they well when they went to the triple option, and we had uh, Coach Johnson and Coach Ken took over and. And we've had some really we got probably one of the finest quarterbacks in the country. I, I really feel yes. he should be up up you know be in, in the Heisman talk this year as far as what Keenan Keenan Reynolds has done. He's uh been part he's been, you know, a, a very important part of a, a very good football team. 
Yeah. You know, I had Mike Oresco on last week, the commissioner of the AAC of the American Conference, and, and he was talking about how this is no fluke. This, this isn't your old dad's, uh, Navy team of, you know, of years gone by. It's really come along, and that's in due in part to the coaching. Paul Johnson, now at Georgia Tech, Paul really brought that triple option in there, and now Ken Niamatalola has done a phenomenal job. So the coaching is there, the players are there, and, and Keenan Reynolds, I, I'm telling you, man, that guy, He's just he runs it as well as any quarterback has ever run the option. Yeah, he's had some games. He's 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 almost like a magician out there. He's uh, got great instincts. He's got quickness, and you know, in that triple option, you got to make some quick uh, decisions. Plus, he's got a good arm, so they have to respect his arm. Uh, we don't throw uh, a whole lot, but when we throw, it's effective. Um, and you know, we, I think we've been in the top top teams and in, in, in rushing for the last few years and. So it's it's a uh, it's fun watching and we've played the um, you know we played Ohio State really well the previous year when they were national champions that was the opening game of the year and this year our loss to Notre Dame was uh, you know we we fought hard in that game and had a couple turnovers that uh, that hurt us but we've played competitive uh, really uh, good football yeah and you know the and so you look down the road here you're at Tulsa. At Houston, that'll be a big game. Navy at Houston, and then finish with Army. So, uh, I, I, I re- if Navy wins out, as we pointed out last week on the podcast, if if Navy wins out, then you all will be the, from the group of five. You'll get that New Year's Day bowl game, and that would be a great accomplishment. Well, it would, and and um, the uh, we got to take them one at a time. <laughs> we play Tulsa, and there's been some. Uh, some upsets in the conference, you know, in the in the Memphis Houston game just last week. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Memphis ahead by like 21 points, and Houston came back, and Memphis fi- missed the field goal. So we we had a great game against Memphis, uh, and of course Houston winning out that means uh, it could come down to us in Houston. But you gotta we gotta go through Tulsa first. So I I'm, uh, <laughs> sure, I sure don't take anything for granted. Uh, but we're uh, we're really a good football team. It's fun watching Navy football. It was fun. You know, I've been up to a couple of games in Annapolis this year, and we'll be at the Army Navy game. So I still, uh, no matter what, uh, love Navy football. And it's it's. Uh, I, I guess we all love it a little bit more when we're winning too. So, yeah, so no been, kidding. Makes it easier. Good. Yeah, makes yeah. it much nicer. All right, yeah. uh, my guest is Roger Staubach, uh legendary quarterback, Hall of Famer. Uh, timely now to have you on, Roger, because we can talk a little bit about the Cowboys. And I and I'd like to first start with kind of you know the state of the union of the Cowboys. Uh, man, have you ever seen the Cowboys in such disarray? Well, it's it's kind of. Um interesting because there's a lot of there's a lot of talent on the team they were two and oh with uh who i can you know i think one of the finest quarterbacks in the nfl tony romo is is proven to be a really a great quarterback and he um you know obviously got hurt and they've they've i, I think lost confidence because they, they've had some really good games some close games they've, they've been in some games they've lost in overtime mm-hmm. uh so it's not like they've been blown out it's just that i, I it's, it's not only losing tony at the quarterback position but i think he he was a he's become a great leader on the team and all of a sudden when your leader's gone you 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 lose some confidence uh and, and that you add that to the 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 mistakes you make on the field and they've they've been a they've been in a a, a tailspin losing seven games in a row but if you look at all seven games there's an it, 
we had a lot of close ones too. Yeah, it's almost like a teaser. You can almost see the agony pulling at the heart and the stomach of Jerry Jones, right? How close yet so far. Yeah. Yeah, they they they're gonna they're gonna win seven in a row and get in the playoffs this year. So, uh. <laughs> well, if they do that, that's because Tony Romo's coming back this week. That means that he will be a hero. Maybe not to your standing, but he would be something. Oh my lord, he would uh, he he would own own Dallas if uh, <laughs> he, he is. Tony is a great quarterback, and you know he can't do it by himself. But but I think the confidence will come back, and I, I do think there's there's Tal, their defense. You know they held. Uh, Help Tampa the ten points, and you know we only get six on offense. So it's it's um, it, there's there's still some football left in the Cowboys this year. Okay, so tell let's talk about uh, the reality of Tony Romo coming back, and he's been on the bench for seven plus weeks. Where's his rhythm? Where, where will he be rusty? Can he pick it right back up? Well, he's been out uh, the last couple weeks, uh, but you know he's been working out and practice and throwing, and uh, it it it. it makes a difference being under fire but i i think a veteran quarterback like tony will uh i don't think he'll miss uh he'll miss a beat i think he'll step in and uh he'll he'll do a great job i think i i think he's capable of doing that he's a veteran and he's he's been you know last couple weeks he's been working in practice Mm -hmm. it's not like he just all of a sudden is this is the first week of of practice he's been getting ready for uh the, the uh you know when it, well it's been really basically getting ready for the Miami game because that's when he comes off waivers or yeah. not waivers but off of the the uh, IR IR I guess yeah energy reserves yeah. yeah yeah well it'll be fun to watch him and I know that Des Bryant and the other receivers and the offensive line everybody's excited to have him back uh, okay let's move over to something you and I've talked about this at length and this it, and it won't go away because Greg Hardy just continues to make headlines and for me. Last week, we're finding out now, according to reports, that he was late to another practice, showed up late Thursday of last week. I, Roger, in my years playing with New England, I remember one time a, a running back uh, didn't show up on time for a meeting, and it was a big deal. I mean, I was on the phone trying to find, call his wife, Where you know, where's Tony, what's going, you know, and, and yet this seems to be just like uh, old hat norm. Uh, Greg Greg Hardy just won't go away and continues to be a problem for the Cowboys. Well, uh yes, uh and they you know they probably should have realized that uh the the past uh sometimes can come come back to haunt you and I I I don't think you know he's he's uh really um tried to uh to fit in as well as he he could to to from a public viewpoint, but I, you know I don't know him behind the scenes, and they keep saying he's he's a great teammate. He's working hard out at practice, and uh, and uh, I don't know the guy. I just don't have a a strong uh, opinion about uh, what's going on on the uh, on you know with the team itself. But as yeah. far as the domestic violence, I've you know, I've been an advocate against domestic violence with with uh, you know be, being a husband yeah. and a father of of daughters and and uh, granddaughters. So uh, that's always that's disturbed me, and I'm sure hoping that he's uh, sorry for all that. I, I haven't seen a lot of remorse from him, so that that bothers. Uh, I think that's bothered everybody. 
Yeah, and there was an article that came out um, yesterday. Business Insider did some investigation into his contract, et cetera, and it said that if apparently if the Cowboys were to cut Hardy before this week's game, in total they would save five million bucks. Um, and and these are some credible sources that have dug into this thing. You know, you have to make you have to wonder, Jerry. If this is his whole card. He had if that's the case, and if he could save five million by cutting Hardy, he has to look long and hard at uh, at the future of the Cowboys and their relationship with Greg Hardy. Yeah. Well, 5 million isn't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in my household, Roger. <laughs> uh, in, I, I think in a lot of households, I, I'm not sure about Jerry's household though. I mean, as far as, yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Hey, uh, let's uh, move away from the Cowboys here uh, before, before we go here. So Peyton Manning, uh, man, been a huge fan. I know you're a fan of his dad, his family, good people. I mean, really good guy. Uh, have you had a chance to follow Peyton and see kind of obviously his age and, and the injuries starting to creep up on him? Have you been following Peyton and, and his, his struggles a little bit? Well, I'm, yeah, I am a big fan of Peyton's, and I knew his dad real well. We played in some Pro Bowls together, and I always said if Archie got went with the Cowboys and I went with the Saints, it, uh, <laughs> things we still would have been uh, we still would have been a winning team, and I I probably would have uh, had had the same difficulties uh, with the Saints. He probably went through about seven coaches there, but uh, you know, Eli uh, was a little you know they they both they were young and they they were they had an older son uh, also. There's three boys and. So we knew them when they were little, and uh, so I followed. Uh, I was, you know, both. Uh, of course, with Eli, they they play the Cowboys. I'm, as long as they're not playing the Cowboys, I, I root for the Manning. So, <laughs> so uh, Peyton really, I think it started last year. He got he got hurt last year, and uh, you, you know, you get older. That that particular injury. Um, uh, hopefully, I guess he had the neck and some 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 different areas there. I, I don't think he's totally been healthy the whole year, and uh, he's a he's a fighter and he's and he doesn't quit. He's a, you know one of the all. I mean, literally uh, at the top of the list as, as far as quarterbacks are concerned. So, uh, I think he he wants to finish the year. They they got a you know they they have a shot at the playoffs and mm-hmm. they're going to rest him this week, and uh, I think that's good. And maybe just play him. Uh, uh, you know when they need him versus trying to put him in there uh, every play of the game, and yeah. uh, he definitely needs to to get healthy. He's uh, he's he's not playing at the Peyton Manning level right now. Now you know what, I, Roger. When I was in college, I heard your old coach, former coach Tom Landry. He made a statement about players, uh, veteran players. He said it's not that a veteran older player loses their talent. It's that the player loses the ability to do it week in and week out at an older age. And that never left my mind. And I think that really is is true, especially in some situations like here with Peyton Manning. Well, it is. And it's, you know, it's true for basketball players, too, or, or other sports. I mean, you get older, you can you can have that one great game, but you can't you don't have the, uh, the ability to, to do it every 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 day. And, and in football, uh, you can't do it every week. Uh, so Peyton is uh, he, he definitely has some good games left in him, but he's probably not the, the quarterback that's going to play the uh, entire the rest of the season uh, so hopefully they're gonna get a lot of uh, good effort from the backup quarterback all right hey roger i appreciate you taking the time and uh, i i owe you lunch uh, I, I look forward to that i'll call try to get on your calendar and we'll yeah. uh, we'll go out and have a burger 
Well, I like SMU. You know, being here in Dallas, uh, we lost that game 32 to 28 back in 1963 when uh, they beat us. They were a, they were a good team. They had this running back named John Roderick who uh, who had a big night. We couldn't stop him, but we uh, that was our only that was our only loss. So I I came with the Cowboys and came to Dallas. And SMU is a heck of a school. It's a great school. And na- now Navy, we're in the same you know the conference, yeah. so we play in each other. So I'll pull for SMU as long as they're not playing Navy. I think that's a winner, buddy. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great weekend. Okay, Craig. Take care. Bye. SeatGeek is the place to get tickets to this week's game. My listeners can use promo code Craig in the SeatGeek app and get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. It will take less than a minute to download the app today. SeatGeek is awesome. They pull in ticket options from hundreds of online ticket sellers to create a one-stop shop for tickets. When you shop on SeatGeek, you're seeing virtually every single ticket option available for that game all on one page. No need to go anywhere else. SeatGeek's mobile app makes the ticket buying process seamless and easy. On SeatGeek, you can store your credit card, and once you find a ticket you want to buy, you can complete the purchase with just two quick steps. There's no faster way to buy tickets. To redeem your promo code and save $20 on tickets, download free SeatGeek app today. Then enter promo code Craig in the app. SeatGeek will then send you $20 once you've made your first SeatGeek purchase. Every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is backed by a 100% guarantee. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code Craig today. All right, now time for some parting thoughts that I have for you. And in college football, it's very clear to me the the Pac-12 just isn't the conference that I thought it was going to be. The beginning of the year, I really felt like the Pac-12 had several good teams. Now we're coming, they don't really have any good teams. They're just a, they're, it's a very mediocre conference. So in the big scheme of things, when you start talking about the college football playoffs, they're out. It, they're not going to have a team that makes it. Uh, the Big 12, I think the Big 12 is, is better than the Pac-12. And I believe now with Oklahoma's big win over Baylor, when you start talking about those final four slots, OU, I think they're the team that carries the mantle right now for the Big 12. And they have TCU coming up and Oklahoma State. Uh, I think win and they're in. Bob Stoops. I heard him last weekend. He was lobbying, starting the marketing process. He says, if we win out, we should be in. I have to agree with him. Uh, I think Oklahoma is a good team. Yes, I do remember, folks, that they lost to the University of Texas. I still can't believe that this Oklahoma team lost to the Texas Longhorns. Can't believe it. But it happened. You know, these once-beaten teams... Each one of them has had a hiccup along the way, and they'd love to have that game back. I know Alabama would like to have back Ole Miss, but it just it's not going to happen. It's over. All right, sitting pretty, Clemson, number one. Alabama looked good. Notre Dame, Ohio State. I think this is the first week that I'm, I'm now putting Ohio State up into the conversation. Some of it because the, the teams have fallen back, but they, I think Ohio State, you know, they're going to earn their way in, and I think they're sitting pretty good right now. Hoping category would be Oklahoma State. Uh, really, boy, I tell you, um, very disappointing. I'm not sure. Uh, Oklahoma State's hanging on, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, and Iowa. Iowa's undefeated, and they're going to have to win out to get there, but uh, they're hoping in that hoping category. Uh, that'll do it for this week's show. Just remember, we do this on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can follow along during the week. Go to Twitter, uh, at CraigJames32, Instagram, 
Craig James 32. And then uh, I also have a Facebook page, uh, iTunes. You can download, subscribe. It's for free. Go on iTunes and leave us a comment. Love to hear from you during the week. If you've got a question you'd like me to address on the show, put it out there and I'll see if I can't get it done. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday's podcast. Until then, see you down the road. <laughs>